This is the Victory Podcast. Every week, we'll share an inspiring message about God's grace and forgiveness for you, wherever you're at in life. Your victory starts now. So back before there was Xbox and and PlayStation, back before there was Wii and Atari, back before Pong even, all right, when it was safe to go outside and play, kids would go out and they would play and they would do games that required physical activity. Okay, And, and one of those games that we used to play was a game called Tag, right? And, and one of my favorite variations of Tag was Freeze Tag. Okay, And in freeze tag, when someone's it, they run around and tag someone, and then that person has to freeze right there, unless someone who hasn't been caught yet circles around and tags them again, and then they're free to run all over again. I love that game. It was fun. It required strategy and pursuit, right? Well, today, as Pastor Ben mentioned, we're continuing our series, Seeing 2020, as we want to see clearly in our lives in in every way. And and so this whole series is about wisdom. And Pastor Ben, last week, he talked about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That is the awe of God and, and who he is and what he has done and is doing and will do. That is the beginning of wisdom. And so what we want to do today then is what is pursue wisdom. Okay, the, the good news is, the good news is, is wisdom is available. Check out Proverbs chapter eight. It says, does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gate leading into the city, at the entrance she cries aloud, To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. Wisdom's there in the main points, calling out loud, the, the gathering spots. What, what this is to say is that wisdom is not a scarce commodity. It is available and it is available for all people. Second part of the good news, right, is, is we want to be wise. In all my days, I've never met a single person who says, I want to keep on failing. You know, I want to keep on struggling. I want to keep on making mistakes. It'd be so good if I could just keep on doing those things. No, we want wisdom, right? We want wisdom for our relationships. We want wisdom for our finances. We want wisdom for the small-term decisions, long-term decisions. We want wisdom for our spiritual lives. And so the, the question that I ask you now is, are you pursuing wisdom? Are you pursuing it? Because you see, there are some wisdom wreckers out there that want us to tap out and, and just give up. One of those wisdom wreckers is time. As, as I look at my own life, as I, I look at, at people's lives that I counsel with, as I look at people's lives as we're doing life together, this is what I've noticed so much is that we schedule our lives out to the very edge. There, there is no margin. And, and so 
we don't have time. That's what we think anyway, right? Here's the thing. We all have 24 hours a day. We have time. It's really just a matter of priorities. What are we going to do with our time? That's one wisdom wrecker. Another wisdom wrecker that, that keeps us from pursuing wisdom is apathy. We look at our lives and we're so richly blessed by God. We have so many blessings, so many things that God gives us that we're like, there's no reason to pursue God and his wisdom. We have all these things. And so we just put God on the side because we've got all of his blessings. Another wisdom wrecker is fear. We're, we're afraid that God's going to come along and ask us to do something that we don't know how to do or something that we're afraid to do. Uh, we're afraid that God's going to come in and ask us to stop doing something we are doing. And, and maybe for some of us, that's something we know we should stop doing, but it's just so hard and everything. And, and I just want you to know, if, if you think that, that God might ask you to do something and that God might ask you to stop doing something if you're pursuing wisdom, that's wise. You're right. He's going to do that. But here's the thing. When you're pursuing wisdom, what you're going to find out is that God is going to give you the strength to do the things that he's asking you to do. And he's going to give you the strength to stop doing the things that you need to stop doing. Another wisdom wrecker is pride. You know, study God's word. I, I know those stories. I know all those stories. Where I know most of those stories. Besides, I'm basically a pretty good person. Right? And, and so those are some of the main wisdom records, things that get in the way of us pursuing wisdom, time, apathy, fear, and pride. And, and so now that you know what those records are and things like that, I'm asking you the question again. So in your life, in your life, just be honest, are you pursuing wisdom? And here's why it's an important question. Proverbs chapter 3. Blessed are those who find wisdom, who gain understanding. For she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand and in her left hand are riches and honor. See again, we have this amazing propensity this remarkable ability to, to enjoy things that wisdom offers, long life and riches and honor, but, but we don't want to pursue wisdom. We want the blessings of wisdom without pursuing wisdom. Are you pursuing wisdom? What does it look like? How do you pursue wisdom? Do you just get up one day and decide, hey, today's the day. I'm going to muster up the strength. I'm going to dig down deep and we're going to go for wisdom today. Does uh, the calendar maybe flip to a new year and you go, this is going to be the year. New Year's resolution. I'm going to be wise. That's not how it works. OK, there's a there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is about education Wisdom comes from God. 
Knowledge, we look around to gain knowledge. For wisdom, we look up to God and look down into his word. So how do you pursue wisdom again? I'll share with you what I'm doing, okay? And you can just, it's just me. So it's not the way or anything like that, all right? But there, there are a couple of key things in it, though. So this is how I pursue wisdom. When I wake up in the morning, before I get out of bed, I pray, okay? God, give me your Holy Spirit. Give me guidance and direction. I need you, okay? I need you. I pray because I have a sinful nature. Uh, a part of my prayer is from Psalm 51 that says, create in me, create, it's got to be new, create in me a new heart, O God, and renew in me a right spirit. Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And uphold me with your free spirit. And I pray uh, uh, about a lot of different things, right? From, from you guys to my family, uh, to things that are going on in the world. And I, I pray the Lord's Prayer every morning before I get out of bed. And when I'm through praying the Lord's Prayer every morning, I, I, I pray the, the blessing that we use to start church with and the blessing that we end church with. Okay, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit will be with you. And I, I pray that for me, for my family, for you, for our community. And then, and then I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. I pray that for me, for my family, for you, for our community. Okay, And after I'm through praying, those things, then I get up and I make that wise move of going and making a cup of coffee, all right? And, and then when I have that cup of coffee, then I sit down either on the recliner or on our couch and I open up God's word. And for me, I've got a number of different things. I have this thing called daily devotions and I have a Bible reading plan. I have a plan that, that leads me to memorize parts of scripture, Pursuing wisdom. I know I need God to fill me. I know that God says he's going to be found in his word. So that's where I go. Okay. Then when I'm through with that, I, I get dressed and I head outside and I go for a run. And when I'm on my run, I'm, I'm listening to, to podcasts. I've got like probably like eight to ten different ones that I listen to. Because I, I'm listening to wise people open up the scriptures. Right? Because I, I need wisdom. I need the wisdom of the wise. Sometimes when I'm running too, I just turn on the Bible app and I just listen to the scriptures. Okay? Just pursuing wisdom while I'm out there running. And I get home and when I get home, I, I, I go in, I, I take a shower. Good thing, right? Take a shower. And as I'm taking a shower and the water's coming, I'm soaping up and everything and I'm getting the dirt and the filth off me. I'm remembering my baptism, how God has washed me clean of all my sins, how he has adopted me into his family, how Christ lives in me and that Christ gives me a power that is not my own. That's how I pursue wisdom in the morning, right? And then I'm obviously super blessed that I get to, to be pastor, right? And, and throughout the day have tons of interactions with staff and people and, and things like that. 
And then at night, I have a devotion that gets dropped into my email around 7.15 at night. And somewhere between then and when I go to bed, I read that devotion. I go to bed and I pray. That's, that's how I pursue wisdom. Now, here's the thing. We all need to pursue wisdom. And here are the two keys in that. And you need both of them. Okay? You need both of them in pursuing wisdom. The first one is the task of the ask. Right? If you're keeping notes, you can put that down in there. The task of the ask. That's prayer. We need to go to God in prayer. Don't rely on yourself. Rely on God. Relying on yourself, not so wise. Relying on God, that's really wise. All right? James chapter 1 says this, in fact. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives begrudgingly. No, it doesn't say that, does it? It says, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. We can pray in confidence, right? We can pray in confidence like a, a little kid goes to their, their father. Now, I know that, that not everybody here had, had a great father. Sometimes their fathers weren't so good. Maybe for some of us, our, our father was absent. Maybe our father was abusive. But our, our Heavenly Father isn't like that. He's even way better than our greatest earthly fathers because he doesn't have any flaws. And so we can go to God in prayer like that little child who's got a toy that they can't figure out and just go, you got to do something with this. Right? We can take our, our struggles, our trials, our temptations, our hurts, our hopes, our dreams and go here. It needs your help. See, part of wisdom, we're, we're getting there when we understand that our, our prayer really connects with God, that it's not just wishful thinking, that, that our prayers just kind of float around and then they maybe evaporate or whatever. Yeah, we're, we're getting on the, on the brink of wisdom when we realize that our prayers are not a waste of time, but are actually the greatest use of our time communicating with God. Okay, it's part of pursuing wisdom. The second part of, of pursuing wisdom that we need, we got the task of the ask. We also have to get hooked on the book. All right, we got to get hooked on the book. Let me share with you from Proverbs chapter two. This is wisdom talking in there. It says, my son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, Turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. God's word is a gift, okay? It's a gift. We need to receive the gift, open the gift, and then use the gift, right? If we just know it's a gift and we keep it over there, how's that working, you know? But just imagine, so, so I, I have a gift. I don't know what it is. I, I got to open it up. I open it up. It's a car key. Well, that's pretty cool, right? 
But still, that car key is not very good if I don't use it. God's word's a gift. We need to receive it, open it up, and use it. We need to, to be in God's word so that God's word can be in us. The more we learn about God being in his word, the more our lives begin to reflect that, right? Jesus is the light of the world and he's called us to be lights in the world as well. The more we know about God's word, the more we take it to heart, the more we memorize it, the more it emanates from us, the more we begin to look like God in our day to day. The more you and I, are in God's word, the more you and I understand God's heart, what invariably happens is we start connecting with people on the basis of God's heart and God's love and God's truth. And it changes our lives as well. Pursue wisdom like it's a hidden treasure. Go after it. Let me give you an example from life. Back, you know, a number of years ago when I was coaching basketball at Lakeland College, we had a kid come out, you know, his first day of practice. He was a freshman. He's a walk-on. We don't even know his name. He just shows up there, right? And this kid never played high school basketball. Right? And he, he wants to play college basketball. And, and I want you to know, I, I know why he didn't play high school basketball. Because he wasn't very good. All right? And, and, yet, and yet he wants to play college basketball. Right? But here's the thing. Every day he listened, he learned. Every day he gave his best. And I'll be honest again, some days his best wasn't very good. But every day he gave his best. I want you to know by the end of his freshman year, just one year, by the end of that year, he was so good that he was actually getting playing time and actually making a difference in the games. Because it was something that he was pursuing. I want to encourage you, pursue wisdom. Don't just know it's out there. Pursue it with the task of the ask and getting hooked on the book. Okay? And I want you to know that to pursue wisdom, this is just being honest with you, it's going to take time. You're going to have to stop doing something that you're doing now so that you can pursue wisdom. And this is what you can expect as well while you're pursuing wisdom. You can expect that Satan will want to distract you. Okay? He'll want to distract you. Have you ever gone to bed at night and you feel guilty or ashamed or, or unfulfilled and you, you just can't figure it out? You know, there's just something missing. You're going, gosh, you know, I watched the three seasons of my favorite show on Netflix. I don't know why I'm feeling unfulfilled right now. You know, I, I just watched SportsCenter back to back to back, you know, and, and then all those videos and highlights, they were cool. Why am I feeling so empty now? Or, you know, you were watching the news and as they were going from one news to the new, news story to the other, you already knew what they were going to say because you'd seen an earlier edition. You're going, what's missing? See, Satan wants to distract you. 
Okay? If Satan can't cause you to sin, he's fine at keeping you busy or keeping you distracted. Here's something else you can expect as, as you dive into wisdom and you're, and you're working on getting hooked in the book. You're going to find some graphic stuff in the scriptures, okay? It's real life. It doesn't sugarcoat anything, right? For example, in, in our day, we have like hurricanes and tsunamis and, and, and those things are horrible. And I don't pretend to know what that's like, okay? I, I have not been in a place where my, my house got wiped away, where my job got wiped away at the same time. You know, that, that's horrific. Uh, the scripture talks about not a, a tsunami or a hurricane, but the flood, okay? That wiped out everything, everything. You know, we're, we're so, so used to thinking about the flood and we think about Noah's Ark and the cute little animals and all that stuff. You know, <laughs> no. It was horrific, okay? You can expect to find real life and real struggles in there. Another thing that you can expect is, is you can expect not to get all the answers that you want, okay? There are some things that, that God just has. You can expect as you go into the scriptures to meet up with the holy God who's gonna be there. You can expect before you even start, you can expect that you will run into the brilliance and the glory of Jesus Christ. When you turn into the scriptures, you can expect that you're going to run into sin. Sin of the heroes of faith right? and your own sin. You can expect when, when you're pursuing wisdom, when you're in God's word, that you will see your Savior, Jesus, the Savior of the world. When you go in there, you can expect to get direction and guidance for your life because this isn't knowledge, this isn't information, this is transformation. This is one of those passages that Pastor Ben shared with us last week from 2 Timothy. It says, the Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Okay? We can expect that, that we're going to need teaching. All of us are going to need teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And John 20, 31 says, as you're in that word, that these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. What you can expect to find as you, you dive in, as you pursue God and wisdom in his word, you can expect to find that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah, because you see, God delights in you and he's working through all things for you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. What you can expect to, to find is shocking forgiveness. Shocking forgiveness for you and for others. What you can expect is, is a love for the unlovable parts of you and love for the unlovable parts of others. What you can expect to find is mercy for the messed up you and the messed up others. 
what you can expect to find is that the glory of God is going to take a path that's going to end up right at the cross of Jesus. What you can expect when you dive into those scriptures, when you pursue wisdom, is that God is going to give you strength to pick up your cross and follow him. What you can expect when you're pursuing wisdom, when you're in God's word, that you're going to find out that God's been pursuing you all along. Psalm 23, 6 says, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's what you'll find out as you're pursuing God. You're going to find out that he's been pursuing you. You know, the, the words there, uh, follow me, all the, day, the a Hebrew translation of that too is chase after me. Wonder what God's doing right now? He's chasing after you with his goodness and love. Now tomorrow, uh, a bunch of us, we're going to join in this, this year-long Bible reading uh, opportunity, version app. And if you haven't signed up, you can still do so. You can go to votl.life and go to the biblical storyline card. You can see it all up there on the screen. And this app will allow us not only to go through the scriptures, but interact with one another, ask questions. Uh, Pastor Ben's arranged for, for speakers to come once a month as well and, and guide us through all those things and answer questions and maybe clarify some different things that we might have. Great opportunity. Okay. So here's the thing. If you signed up for that and you miss a day or if you miss a week, just start where you're at right now. Don't try and go back and pick up all those things. Just start where you're at and keep on pursuing God. And, and here's the thing. If, if you're not going to sign up for that or you haven't planned on it, all that stuff, it's okay. Here's what you need to do to pursue wisdom. The task of the ask and get hooked on the book. Pray and be in God's word. Okay, every day. And, and if you miss a day or if you miss a week, you know what? Just start over. Just start right where you're at and keep going. This is not a report card. Okay? This is just an opportunity for us to pursue the God who has been pursuing us with his love all along. Let's pray. Lord God, you've made wisdom available to us. You love to hear our voice. You've given us your voice, your word in the scripture so that it's right there. Lord God, send your Holy Spirit. Give us guidance and direction. Lead us to pursue you, to pursue wisdom. Because in you, God, are all the blessings, all the things that our very soul, that our very lives truly long for. You're you're the only one who can really meet all those things that we need. And so, Lord, be with us. Pick us up and carry us on as we pursue you in your wisdom. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Victory Podcast, brought to you by Victory of the Lamb in Franklin, Wisconsin. For video sermon archives, more information about us, and to let us know how we can meet you where you're at, go to victoryofthelamb.com.